You're listening to The Spaceship Earth with me, Dan Burgess. Um, hello there. Uh, it's June the 5th, 2018. Um, it's World Environment Day. Yeah. And I'm down in the shed. Uh, I've been on the road for a few weeks. Um, uh, a lot going on, which is all good. Uh, but I've been flying around uh, metaphorically. And actually, I have been on a plane twice as well well once going there and coming back um but i've been moving around quite a bit and i'm just um i've got a few days now back in the shed um down in bath and uh, i'm just trying to take stock a little bit on um what's been going on uh, the last few weeks so this is uh this episode is uh, is another this is a this is a dan burgess ramble uh there's no guests today i'm afraid uh, unless the cat pops in or the dog, which is entirely possible. Um, but anyway, it's World Environment Day, and I thought actually it's World Environment Day. Maybe that's that's the question for today. Um, what does World Environment Day mean to you? Um, it's curious. Uh, it's got me thinking quite a bit. Um, I looked at um, oh, a little tweet this morning from uh, Robert McFarlane. Um, if you know his work as a writer uh, is extraordinary if you're interested in um, exploring stories and ideas which are about connecting us more to the non or the more than human world I would highly recommend Robert McFarlane's work um, but this morning he said word and he does a word of a day thing um, he said biophilia a love for or empathy with the natural world and living systems especially as a human instinct um and that's interesting i like the word biophilia i i would say you know it's a, a biophilic for me would be a love of life and that's a love of all life um however kind of intangible it might be um but yeah world environment day it's funny because i don't really like the word environment i think it's sort of um i'm not sure it's that helpful uh in 2018 as a as a, as a way of representing stuff that isn't human because i think that's what it's sort of doing um and yeah and think about what the environment what does that mean to you how often are you in the environment are you in it are you a part of it are you away from it it opens up all sorts of questions for me um i mean the last few weeks i have been if we think uh, the environment as being not inside a constructed place then I've spent a lot of time in the environment I've been very lucky actually I went to this extraordinary um, retreat actually three weeks ago in uh, in Portugal it's called um, Wave Maker and it was run by three uh, incredible women um, Iski Britain uh, Carolina uh, Pereira and uh, Lindsay Hawkin and um, uh, we spent there's about 20 of us um, and um, most of the four days was spent in a coastal slash marine environment. Um, so we were working and listening and playing as well in those spaces. Um, I can't really, I think, I mean, that this Wavemaker retreat probably deserves an entire um, podcast on, on by itself, which I'm, I'm not going to do right now because I'm still actually processing a lot of what happened there um but if we just think of the world environment day you know those four days were spent i guess exploring a little bit our connection to water and the ocean 
um, uh, work that we were doing um, that had a thread to that, or or also just exploring how uh, that uh, environment of water or, or the ocean, how does that, what do, what do we what do we feel when we're in those spaces? What can we um, learn? Um, what's different? And we did some amazing things, including one actually, which um, on World Environment Day, I would I'd recommend if you live near the coast, um, um, maybe you should be doing this today. Well, you shouldn't do whatever you like, but um, this would be a fun thing to do, which was we all went body surfing. So it was 20 people um, on the first morning and we'd never, you know, sort of knew we were spending four days together. Um, and, you know, there was a connection with kind of, um, uh, there were quite, quite a few of us who were sort of surfers and um other forms of kind of um, ocean-based sports or, or, or um, you know, swimming and diving and um, paddleboarding and all kinds of stuff. But, you know, as a sort of leveller, we started with this um, body surfing session. And it was what was really interesting about it, because it's a very sort of pure form of, it's basically, yeah, it's body surfing. You're surfing just with you, with you and your body and no other um uh, bits and pieces boards or or, or stuff um, although we did move on to hand planes in the end but what was really interesting about that was a very sort of um yeah leveling way to connect but also a way to kind of really play a little bit with uh, in the shallows um and exploring how your relationship with that watery kind of powerful ever-changing environment of 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 the ocean um and that, I mean that for me that exercise we spent a couple of hours working with these two Portuguese guys who are like you know this is what they do they do body surfing and they helped us understand different techniques and approaches but ultimately a lot of it's about just letting yourself go and and trusting um but I, that had a profound impact I think on on many of us from what I from what I understood but particularly I, I can speak for myself it was it was a really interesting way to um to connect um and so yeah so it always makes you think again like what you know how do you do more of that? Feels like we should be doing more of that stuff. Um, you know, when we think of environment, and I think of environments, um, at least what I see now in the UK when I'm moving around and working, whatever, is how much time is spent in non-natural environments, constructive environments, whether it's cities and buildings and offices and whatever. Um, but a World Environment Day, which I think is about trying to, you know, celebrate our connection to the wider. A natural non-human world it's sort of slightly puzzling isn't it because we're sort of you know kind of feels like, like we could be doing that every day and like why have we designed it out you know because if you i mean i think that's the thing you know this you, we become separated from environment because of whatever it is we're spending our time in and we're immersed in places that are that are sort of lacking uh um non-human life then we're probably going to become more disconnected and disinterested from it it sounds a bit obvious anyway that was interesting anyway from there I, uh, lots of stuff happened there um so i spent quite i've been lucky i spent quite a lot of time by the by the ocean in the last few weeks and then i went came back and i worked in london for a week and then i went away with my daughter uh to the west coast of ireland to the wild atlantic way and had amazing weather and we went surfing and swimming and Again, quite a lot of water connection. And then we also went and stayed, uh, visited uh, with the, the guys at Moy Hill, um, who are doing extraordinary things uh, on a f uh, developing a whole farm uh, along the coast there. Um, and that was interesting because we were sort of camping in the van. So we were, you know, we were sort of on the farm for a couple of days. We had our hands in the soil. We were planting. We were weeding. Um, we were sort of 
we were immersed in that in that kind of space that community of of life that you know where humans were just a sort of minority really and that was kind of interesting um cuckoos yeah there was a lot of cuckoos um when we were staying on the west coast of ireland um which i it actually reminded me of a kid when i was a kid i remember i always remember sort of part of summer was the arrival of the cuckoos the sound of the cuckoo um and they were really going for it um uh when we were there um interestingly all through the night actually one sorry these cuckoos were sort of going off through the night i don't know any sort of cuckoo cuckoo uh specialists could probably tell me why that was going on but um yeah you know there was a sort of uh, a nocturnal cuckoo party i think sort of happening which was um which was interesting um so yeah world environment day um spending time in places um environments that are not um dominated by humans for me seem to be something that would be really cool to be doing more of culturally um right now uh, and then we'd have probably less need to kind of pick one day a year to um to celebrate those places but also you know get quite concerned about the state of them um because we're so disconnected from them we're you know we're not really aware of what we're doing to them um but that's a whole question, isn't it? Environment, nature, humans, connections, what is what? I mean, you know, I was funny. I was looking back down in the studio, so I was just looking at some stuff. I picked up um, I picked up uh, my old master's project here, but um, I opened it up on this quote from D.H. Lawrence. We need to open ourselves to the world we have not made. We need to open ourselves to the world we have not made. Yeah. And I saw a, a little piece here from um, an amazing tutor uh, who, I thought she's no longer with us, uh, Chris Seeley. And she said this is 2008. The more we get to know, both in connaître and savoir senses, that's a good line, isn't it? Both in connaître and savoir senses, the more we get to know, I think that's effectively talking about a, a deeper form of knowledge beyond just logic in our heads, but sort of a, a sense of feeling. The more we get to know the more than human world, the more likely we are to respond in respectful, creative, well-informed ways. And the more likely we are to act in ways that minimise negative unintended consequences. And in doing so, more likely to enhance our own experiences of this being human here and now on this planet. And in doing so, more likely to enhance our own experiences of this being human here and now on this planet. You know, who wouldn't want that, eh? Who doesn't want to enhance their experience of being human here and now on this planet? So so there's something here, I think, on, on World Environment Day for me is like, how do you, you know, how is this the thing I'm uh, sort of, always exploring through my work and have been for a long time how do we bring this into uh into our lives on a more on a more uh, inter in a more integrated way you know how might this you know so we stop sort of seeing world environment day as let's celebrate the environment over there the thing that we don't really know what it is but it's over there how do you, you know how can we sort of move beyond that so ultimately you know one is able to connect um with this broader concept of life um that's happening all around us how might we 
bring that more into integrate that more into how we we go about our days um, and of course that's a massive question with lots of implications everything from you know how we design places how we design our ways of learning uh, how we look at food i mean the interesting thing going back to moy hill farm where i was i mean they're experimenting with all kinds of interesting questions there around you know what it is uh you know what it is to be human what is our relationship with food with place with soil uh with each other um and those really i think is is for me are the really exciting interesting places of inquiry because it puts us right in the thick of a living system uh, versus this idea of the environment this sort of thing over there um and uh yeah so i would say a world environment day just go and sit outside you know if you if you're in a city um just go and sit quietly like do a do a little sit spot you know sit spot is a is a little technique um used by all kinds of sort of uh, uh folks from conservationists to scientists to ecologists um to those now that are just exploring better ways of um of uh feeling healthier and and uh, improving your well-being but sit spot is literally just to kind of sit quietly in a spot which is you know um outside it could be in a park it could be a garden it could be a sort of remote fantastic woodland if you've got it it could be by the sea um but it doesn't have to be like again the environment doesn't have to be feel like it's away miles away it can be right there and if you if you have if you're interested in it but the idea is you go you go and sit quietly and it can be 5 10 20 minutes i'd say at least 10 minutes really to sort of break through the kind of monkey chatter uh, and um sort of crazy human noises um but the idea is you sit quietly and you just start to open up to other life through all kind, you know, through all your senses, through sight, through sound, through smell, through um, sensory experience, and you notice, and you'll start to notice all kinds of things. You'll start to notice that there's all this other life happening. Um, and if you practice this spots, you know, they say it's good to sort of find a particular spot which you can go back to regularly, because then you'll you'll really start to understand how that that little spot, that little spot on the planet, how it works how it changes, what are the relationships that are involved there um, and how all these different an interactions that are going on, um, you'll start to understand and, and, and sort of, um, you know, develop this intelligence with, with, with um, the non-human world. So I recommend doing a sit spot, but it's a day on world environment day, go and do a sit spot. You know, if it's lunchtime, go and sit in a park or just whatever. But just try and sit and get off your phone, turn it off and Instagram and all that stuff um, and just sit and just let yourself breathe, you know, just check it, check out of the sort of human crazy fast always on world and just see how you feel. Um, so that'd be a nice thing to do. Um, if you really want to sort of get into what is, um, sorry, that's books going around. Um, yeah, what wh what is this whole idea of environment and nature? And there's, so there's a lot of really interesting uh, work on this. I don't, if you've come across Timothy Morton's work, he's exploring uh, a lot of this question of um, human and nature and ecology and stuff. And so uh, I just sort of picked up this book, actually. This book he's, he's 
he's uh, written called Ecology Without Nature, Rethinking Environmental Aesthetics. Let's just read the Let's just read the intro because I think this is also another question. Um, okay. Towards a theory of ecological criticism. Nobody likes it when you mention the unconscious. And nowadays, hardly anybody likes it when you mention the environment. You risk sounding boring or judgmental or hysterical or a mixture of all these. But there is a deeper reason. Nobody likes it when you mention the unconscious. Not because you are pointing out something obscene that should remain hidden. That is at least partly enjoyable. Nobody likes it because when you mention it, it becomes conscious. In the same way, when you mention the environment, you bring it into the foreground. In other words, it stops being the environment. It stops being that thing over there that surrounds and sustains us. When you think about where your waste goes, your world starts to shrink. This is the basic message of criticism that speaks up for environmental justice and it is the basic message of this book. The main theme of this book is given away in its title. Ecology Without Nature argues that the very idea of nature, which so many hold dear, will have to wither away in an ecological state of human society. Strange as it may sound, the idea of nature is getting in the way of properly ecological forms of culture, philosophy, politics and art. This book addresses this paradox by considering art above all else, for it is in art that the fantasies we have about nature take shape and dissolve. In particular, the literature of the Romantic period, commonly seen as crucially about nature, is the target of my investigation since it still influences the ways in which the ecological imaginary works. Far out. So there you go. So anyway, um, I hope you have a nice World Environment Day. Um, this Friday is World Ocean Day. Imagine a time when we don't have to have these days. Or actually, we have them every day, maybe. I mean, they are good. These days are good. Um, World Ocean Day uh, is particularly good. And um, I'm involved in a few things that are, that are going live on World Ocean Day. So that's quite exciting. But, um, yeah, the environment. I'm not sure about that. I also just opened up a book here. I thought I might read a poem. Um, uh, so William Ayotte, um, who, uh, yeah, I really like his work. And uh, he uh, published a book called Email from the Soul, um, New and Selected Leadership Poems. Um, and I quite like them because, you know, I felt that I could connect with some of these uh, at times. But this one is called um, Acorns and Angels. It is the lack we notice, the crowded years of coffee rush, of back-to-back -back meetings and poker faces, of sucking up and drilling down, of saying yes when you really mean no, all lead to a night in a nondescript room above some anonymous rain-soaked town. You find yourself looking down at the traffic, crawling its way through the sodium glow. You catch your reflection. You hear yourself speaking. I am not the person I wanted to be. If we are lucky, we're granted a glimpse, a grail-like vision of what a life can bring. It changes you, stays with you, keeps you hopeful. Later, it can even keep you sane. Maybe you remember a summer's morning when you were no more than a kid of 15. 
you found yourself in ancient woodland, walking a path between stag-headed oaks. Through an iron gate, you came to a clearing, and in that moment you were changed. You heard a sound, like the beating of wings, and everything around you snapped into focus. The pulsing connections between things seemed clear to you. Their subtlest workings were lit from within, while above and below and behind you sensed a harmony, the deep and moving music in the turning of the world. It was as if it was as if you had burst through a barrier. The acorn cracked and you started to grow. Like a wound, that day travelled with you, seemingly forgotten but always there, never grieved yet pined for, aching, itching, haunting the days you surrendered to the city as work and necessity carried you forward, turning you into somebody else. I refuse to live my life in exile from a better world, thinking that I can find fulfilment in someone else's hand-me-down dream. I'm going back to the wood, to the glade and the green, to the morning light, and I'm going to search for the oak tree that grew from the acorn while I was away. So that was uh, a poem from William Ayotte called Acorns and Angels. So I'm going to leave it right there. Um, thanks for listening, as ever, to the Spaceship Earth. Um, have a happy World Environment Day and, and make the environment a thing every day, I, I would suggest. Um, uh, but yes, uh, new episodes coming soon. I'm going to finish with uh, a piece of music, actually, um, to celebrate um, World Environment Day. And I'm actually going to finish with an ocean-inspired music because Friday is World Ocean Day. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to be busy. I've um, got a bunch of stuff um, going live on World Ocean Day. I'm actually going to be on the radio. Yeah, um, so um, on uh, oneocean.fm, if you tune into that on Friday afternoon, they're doing a live broadcast all around um, uh, uh, interesting ocean conservation issues and music and DJs and all kinds of stuff. And um, that's broadcasting live on the internet. Um, and yeah, I'm going to be doing a piece in the last hour um, around um, the ocean literacy work we've been doing. Um, so I'm going to close with a piece of ocean inspired music uh, on this World Environment Day. And this is a single that was released um, quite recently. It's called Preservation. Uh, it's by a Cornish artist called Kenvor. Uh, and Sebastian Plano and it was actually released uh, as a piece of music to raise awareness of um, ocean issues and if you buy this tune actually you're donating some money to the awesome Surface Against Sewage uh, charity so uh, I'll leave you with that um, thanks for listening as ever remember folks there are no passengers on Spaceship Earth we are all crew wherever you are take it easy be well Take a moment, if you can today, um, just to pause, reflect, notice this extraordinary uh, world that's happening all around us uh, as we hurtle through space on the spaceship Earth. Um, be well until next time. Peace and out.